All right. What is up, everybody? We decided to do a little pop-up episode. Uh, I got my good friend uh, Meatbag with me right now. We decided we'd fucking get together and shoot the shit for a little bit. We got some shows to talk about. And uh, I'm sure uh, Guyver's Guyver's back. He's he's uh, he's out and about, but I think he went to the movies without me right now. But I think we'll we'll do another episode later to talk about all of our Marvel shit. Um, so we'll have Guyver back uh, pretty soon. But who cares about that? Because right now I got me back. So how are you doing today? What's up, man? I'm doing pretty damn good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Uh, we were just uh, talking. Uh, Squared had a show last night, and you just had a double duty, uh, or not double duty, but but um, double. I like to call it a show twofer. at the double down. Yeah, <laughs> you had the weenie yeah, roast. Double shows and, at the double down, and then you had a a show on uh, on Friday. So you're a busy dude. Yeah, man. So we did our uh, weenie roast on Wednesday. It was a really good time. Uh, we played a lot of fucking songs, and I bet. Yeah, it was just another classic weenie roast, dude. Just such an awesome, awesome gig that we get to do at the Double Down every single month. And then two days later, we went back to the Double Down and played with the Implosions and uh, the Sciatics, I believe the name is. Yeah, Super are, awesome bands. Are these dude. Vegas bands? Just really cool. I believe so. Yeah. Nice. And and it's all kind of new to me. I don't really know all the Vegas bands yet, but I'm pretty sure they're all Vegas bands. Hell yeah, uh, super dude. awesome people. It was a really good time. We kicked so much ass. On the the last show, there were I think four different cameras, and we were being recorded into Reaper for for oh, eight wow. different tracks. So I'm hoping that sounds good and the video looks good and it all turns out good because I'd love to, I'd love to see something like that, you know, with some video and some good audio quality, like all together, you know, cause we played really well. So I'd, I'd love to hear it back. That's awesome. So let's, let's cut right to the, the, the gossip here. Let's, uh, what's the, what's the worst thing about being in Franks and Dean's? um i'd have to say when samson calls me steve yeah that sucks that sucks you know but uh other than that it's actually it's pretty fun there's not a lot of complaints i have i could complain about the drive that i have to make from phoenix to vegas and back but i signed up for it so i don't i can't really bitch you know yeah, so when did you uh let's refresh our memories. When did you join Franks and Deans? So we started talking in November of 2020, right when I got COVID. Oh, I was trapped wow. in my bedroom for a couple weeks and I just kind of was hating life. Oh yeah. Really bumming just about having to sit there and I don't think I was doing anything musically at the so time. So you were either. already out so, of out of squared. Yes, I had. I think I left Squared in September. I think yeah. it was September of 2020. 
and I joined Franks and Deans in November. So I had already been out of squared. And then, you know, I'm sitting here in my room by myself and just bumming, you know, because I'm in quarantine for two fucking yeah. weeks. And I noticed Franks and Deans needed a drummer. So I called, I, I was talking to Rob here and there. And uh, I ended up calling Haas and just told him what I was telling Rob, like, hey, I'm the guy for this job. You know, there's yeah. nobody else that you know of right now that is willing to do what it takes to be the drummer of this band. Cause I know what it takes it. It's sacrificing time and being able to find a way to get along with these four individuals, uh, while we're out on the road together for weeks at a time. So I just, you know, it's, it's something I've been waiting for for a long time. It's just like an opportunity with the band that, uh, gets out and tours and, yeah, you know, exactly. puts out, uh, good good records they, i mean you know how franks and deans does it they, oh yeah they kind of uh they're kind of on a uh different level than what i was doing you know just doing definitely because i know you've, actually, like, you've wanted to get on the road and tour and that band is on the road in tours yes exactly and that's what it comes down to is just like getting out there and doing that thing that's what i've wanted to do you know I've wanted to do that for fuck 16 years. Yeah. And I finally got the opportunity. So I, I jumped on it and I told them I'm the guy, you know, I've been mentally preparing for this moment for a long time. So I went up for it. Well, I had COVID, so I had to wait a couple weeks. Right. And then once I tested negative, Rob tested positive for COVID. So I had to wait yeah. another couple weeks. I think the initial audition was in between, uh, my covid and his covid but uh yeah i got like one practice in i think and then rob got covid and then we were off for a bit but it was about november of yeah, 2020 so we're, so we're almost at a year almost yes yes we're at what is it 10 months now almost Jeez. yeah flies by when you're having fun yeah and um so Obviously, I know how hard you you work, and you were here, you know, practicing, doing a few songs at a time until you could build build up the catalog. But how hard is it to, you know, not only learn all these songs but remember all these all these songs? It's uh, it's definitely challenging learning uh, how learning the 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 way they do things is one thing learning the songs that we cover is another thing and learning how to mash it up is another thing too like yeah, it's, and not do the same thing every it's really time. it's exactly and it's really it's tricky dude it's honestly to me harder than writing an original song because you write a song and you're like this is the way it's going to be we'll make a little minor adjustments here and there yeah with the stuff that we do in franks and deans we'll take a frank sinatra song and then we'll take a rancid song figure out how to mash it up and then play it our way so essentially we're doing one song three different ways and uh the way that we constructed in the very end after putting both versions together that's the third and final you know and then and then from there is when we like make the little adjustments and stuff like that so it's it's pretty wild dude we uh we do like like one of our new songs for example gotta be me is no effects deadbeat mom 
gotta be me i'm not exactly i'm not exactly sure who sings that one i want to say sammy sammy davis jr but i could be wrong that's an old uh old standard. and then yeah we put that together yeah we, we put that together and then do it our way so it's it's three times the amount of work in my opinion yeah <laughs> but it's fun and it's very challenging and it uh it it helps me become a better musician because i am doing something i've never done before it is a new challenge so it's fucking cool yeah so i got the the pleasure of getting to hang out with you guys uh, a couple weeks ago and um i'm not trying yeah. to to blow s- smoke up your ass but um you guys fucking killed it dude you ran through like i don't know 20 20 songs and we didn't i mean we just pretty much hit record and just you guys played um but there weren't like any songs that you guys like oh we we really fucked up there's like a couple like oh let's start that one again we can do that better but i mean a pretty pretty fucking good shit dude and then i was talking to uh to the boys like outside and they're like yeah you know we got we got Steve. He knows he knows about sixty something songs, and then we we just got to get him about forty more to a hundred, and then we can <laughs> and then and then we can start working on new stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's fucking crazy, um, you know. And not to mention, you're still playing with accident theory. So somewhere in your brain, you've got to keep that in there too yeah it's uh it's luckily it's two different animals so i can kind of separate the two but you're right there's a lot to do with franks and deans i mean there's just there's so much to the job it's not just like show up and play the drums and do a good job and the gig's yours it's like i gotta figure out how to sit in a van with four other people and travel the world and not be all pissed off at each other and still be creative still uh be ambitious and inspired by everything that we're doing we have to it's not like you have to figure out a way to get along get along like your brothers and sisters back in the day yeah to some certain extent yes but it's but we're on a creative level and we're here to do a job together so uh it's it's very it's very different it's it's so different than anything i've ever done before but it's really fun like it's bringing new challenges and this is kind of like what i've been mentally preparing myself for for a long time i i always wanted to do something like this and even if it were with people that i don't know very well because let's face it i i didn't really know haas samson nicole and rob i mean like i've known them for five years and we shot the shit here and there and we've you right to uh had meals together and been to each other's houses but we're just friends it's different when you're on a much more personal level and on a business level so to speak so mentally i was was a little like nervous ready for something like this i'm like oh god i hope yeah you know but what yeah just just great guys and so so nice luckily they're fucking great dude luckily they are great dudes and nicole's awesome too and we all just get along really well you know we the goal in franks and deans is always to make each other laugh and that's just kind of you know 
what what's oh, better yeah. than that having friends trying to make each other laugh and bust each other's balls all the time that's that's fucking what friends do so they they might not have uh noticed it but being themselves have what has has been like big giant open arms to welcome me in because i don't want anyone to have to feel weird or try to uh cater to me or anything like that i i'm the new guy so i'm jumping in the circle and i i enjoy what you guys do and i enjoy your personality so you know just let's all just have a fucking good time and yeah, they, and that's what we've been doing for 10 months we've played a bunch of shows so far and you know bunch of re rehearsals and we're just we're having a blast dude yeah we are having the fucking time of our lives right now we really are i was a little disappointed though that nicole wasn't here to dance while you guys were recording but beggars right choosers. <laughs> um but no, the, the guys are just so good at just making everybody feel comfortable and, and uh, yeah, and just, just professionals. And it's, it's so nice to just be around people that can, you know, be fun and make jokes and stuff, but also that are like so professional. Hey, we're all going direct. We've all got, you know, in-ears or whatever, and we're just here to do a great job. And make it as easy for everybody and as you possible. Know, and and they'll try to tell you they're not professionals because they're so goddamn <laughs> humble, but they are, yeah. dude. They're they're fucking pros. And that's why I really appreciate this because of how professional it really is, dude. It really is. Yeah. So um yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say. But uh so that so that was really cool. That's okay uh hanging out with uh with you guys so um are you excited for the tour coming up yes i'm absolutely are you stoked nervous? i woke up uh, a little bit a yeah. little bit but i'm it's like an excited nervous you know i was laying down with the wife last night watching some flat earther documentary just getting a huge kick out of it have you i don't know if you've seen uh beyond the curve but god it's hilarious dude it's it's great you know just super funny and uh i look at my calendar and it dawned on me dude i'm like fuck i'm leaving in 10 fucking days and i'm gonna be gone for 24 days and yeah. I haven't counted days like that, but we're we're within two weeks, so now it's starting to get really exciting. And to top it off, we're going on tour with the fucking horror pops, man. Yeah. That's humongous. That's easily the biggest thing I've ever done in my entire life. You know, like this yeah. is fucking crazy, dude. And we're gonna be playing all of these legendary venues all across the southwest of the country. Like I'm it's it's still kind of surreal to me. It's just mind blowing. So, are the horror pops going to be out promoting a new record? Is that what is that the artwork for the new record? That Egyptian looking thing? No. Oh. <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> they're they're just they're just going. It's out. cool artwork though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're just going out. So the horror pops took some time off uh, in the two thousands. They took, I think, I want to say a little over a decade off and they were super fucking popular before they took time off, yeah. still remained popular while they were in the middle of their break. And I'm pretty sure it was a, either a little under a fucking 10 years or a little okay. over 10 years. They took oh, off and so their, this is and their be... first tour back. Yeah. So their, their, their first tour back was 
right at the beginning of the pandemic, like January, February, 2020. Right. And they brought out Franks and Deans and they all just formed a really good relationship with each other. I was not on that tour, obviously, because right. I hadn't joined until November of 2020 uh slash december of 2020 but we got asked i i want to say we've known about this almost the entire time i've been in the band i think it's been that long and uh we got asked again do you guys want to come out with us as direct support this time you know what i mean so we leveled up in on that food chain so to speak and of course we said yes you yeah. know and here we are now 10 days out and, to, and then i fly to fucking vegas and i'm not home till october <laughs> that is gonna be it's crazy. wild dude I this is the longest you've been blown away. away this yeah. has been the longest you've been away from the uh the wife and in, in nova yep yep i have not been away from my i think i did a I did a two week tour or a week long tour. I can't remember. Maybe it was eat one of each with oh, uh, yeah. squared. Yeah. And we were, uh, so I think, I think we did two weeks at one point. I can't remember if it was two weeks or a little under two weeks, something like that. But uh, yeah, this will be the longest trip. And this is horror pops uh, to kind of finish up what I was saying earlier. This is the horror pops second tour since their re big return. Yeah. And everybody's really excited to go see the horror pops. And I'm probably more excited that they're asking my band to be on the road with them for, you know, 24 fucking dates. Yeah. Days. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, it's just, dude, it's so mind blowing, man. I, I can't fucking believe it. And I don't know what to expect, but I'm trying to stay reserved. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all super excited for you. Um, it's cool, and I know there's going to oh, be more you. more stuff next year that you've told me about, but that's not announced yet. So it's fucking awesome. Yeah, we got we got some more cool stuff. Yep, it is, dude. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I know. Like it would just be neat just check out different venues and different cities and stuff because um you know a lot of times we'll just go like regionally but we don't go you know too far out too far too far away from home right i mean dude i'm playing austin texas who doesn't want to play a show in oh, austin yeah. texas that's like the music capital of the country yeah. I'm so stoked for that. And then the Oriental Theater in Denver, like that is just bucket list. Check. I should probably, so I could probably look at the fucking flyer, but do you know where you're playing in Austin? Are you playing Stubbs or are you playing? Oh, I will. Yeah. I should have did my, uh, tell you right now. Should have did I my research. Um, no, it's okay. I planned on having this handy. I just kind of forgot about it. Okay. So we are playing Austin on uh september 24th and we are playing the empire control room okay i have not been there uh awesome but dude the first two nights we're playing brick by brick in san diego i've wanted to play that club for fucking years dude since i was a metalhead <laughs> now i gotta play two nights there all right, so now, now is the challenging question. So when you guys are used to playing 
two to three hours. Now you got to shorten your set down. What or how do you choose what songs to do? The ones that get the biggest. So we actually. uh, Yeah, we try to do the bangers and we try to do the ones that are our favorites. So, yeah. Last week while I was in Vegas, we actually took Thursday to rehearse our uh, our uh, tour set. And so we just picked like there there are certain songs that we'll play in a row. Like, say, there's a certain three songs in a row that we play uh, and and those songs just flow really well together. That's how we always do them live. So we'll take we took a couple of those and then added like some something on the front end that we really wanted to play live and then couple things in the middle and then we have like two songs or three songs that we usually end with so we just figured out how to crunch uh what we could in a 45 minute set and i think we did a really good job we got a really cool set and the coolest thing about being in franks and deans is we have a ton of fucking songs so if we yeah, want so to you, substitute any on yeah, a certain you, particular you night do a different set no problem uh, you know yeah man that's yeah, cool exactly dude so I'm going to, yeah, we're, we're lucky, man. So the reason I'm asking you all these questions about, you know, knowing all these songs is because I wanted to tell you a story. I talked about it on the, the, the show, but I didn't get a chance to talk to you uh, uh, personally. So squared played Payson a couple weeks ago. And this was like, ah, oh, the big, you know, big homecoming show for, for Gio. We got all the homies out. And, um, and so essentially, like it was Crack Rabbit and then and then Squared. So I mean, Squared could play as fucking long long as we wanted, really. And so we practiced, and we were going to kind of like stretch it out and and interact with the with the crowd more. And then we were gonna, um, you know, we were gonna end with uh, like you know, fuck my life or something. And then and then. Uh, um, then we we're going to have the crowd chant for like an encore. And then we we're going to go and do like bamboozled and then American violence or so- something like that. Well, right. So we, we start playing and then uh, like second, third song in uh, Tyler breaks a string. And so we're like, Oh fuck dude. And, and then we're <laughs> like, Hey, it Classic. would be great if crack rabbit could, come up and help us out but they're like fuck no we don't want him breaking a string on our guitars and so tyler's like all right fuck it so rather than like hey let's just take some time and figure this out or or uh do whatever we just go like even faster and we just blast through the set and we don't even like pause to to give the crowd a chance to like ask for an encore so we just, so we just play. So we just played. And so then, uh, we get done with American violence. We're like, all right, thanks everybody. And then they're like, encore, encore. Woo. You know? And we're like looking at each other. Like we don't fucking know any other songs. And, uh, <laughs> as a band. And I, I felt like such a piece of shit. Cause I'm like, you mean like we can't pull something out of our ass? You know, so we played a song again as the encore and, you know, <laughs> everybody was all drunk and fucked up. And so they, they, they went with it. But afterwards I'm like, 
guys, we need to figure out like another cover song or something. So if we get asked to do another song or whatever, we can, you know, keep playing. Like I felt so embarrassed (laughs) that we just played a song again. Yeah. Uh, Now imagine doing that after two and a half hours straight and somebody (laughs) saying encore. We just give them the bird. We're like, we're done. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We have more songs, but we're done. Right. Oh, dude, that's so funny. Great story. Great story. Do you guys? And and you know what? When when doesn't something end with Tyler Silva breaking a string? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, Yeah, guy constantly breaks strings. Do you guys take uh, breaks or do you just kind of try to keep the music going? So it depends where we're playing. When we're doing uh when we're doing double down, uh we actually have a DJ. So okay. he'll play like maybe one song, maybe two songs and then we're right back at it. Now we'll play somewhere like uh Tiki Diamore in Vegas and it's a 3-hour gig. We'll actually take our 15-minute break and go have a smoke or yeah. you know, bite to eat really quick or something like that, you know. Yeah, so to go back to the the contradiction days, I was I was thinking and like we we kind of um, you know bombarded you with a with a bunch of songs, but at least like we we did it in a way that if we were in a situation because we would Billy would write a set list, but it would always change, and so we're like we need songs always. to like kind of go with flow like if he breaks a string me and you could fucking do something or if he right fucks something up or forgets the lyrics to something you'd be like all right guys we're skipping that one we'll, we'll do this one instead you know um so was that was that challenging for you to learn or was it just kind of like well let me just kind of listen to the the records and and uh i'll, I'll- I guess, I guess a little bit, but the cool thing with Billy is he always made me feel like I was the best drummer ever. Cause you were so like, whatever I did, <laughs> oh, whatever he, whatever I did, he would just be like, yeah, do it. Like, dude, yeah. I remember fucking around doing like blast beats and shit. And he was like, yes, do it. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm joking. He's like, right. sounds cool, dude. So like you guys could almost throw anything at me, even if I didn't know it. And I'm pretty yeah. sure we've done that where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. we're going to try this meat bags, maybe played it one time with us, but we're going to, we're going to go oh, for yeah. it. And we actually did it. Well, I, I can't think of an exact example, but we've done that before. We jammed together enough times and played enough shows together to know that has happened before. Yeah. So, cause I know uh, it was kind of, yes, because there was a lot of music to listen to when it comes to contradiction. Fuck at that time, there was already like four records out when I joined. So, there was a lot to take in. I wish personally, like I'll just add this, that we played more stuff from the very first contradiction record. Cause it was so raw and so yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I, I liked all of our shit that we were writing together and stuff. We had, I mean, self-made disaster is still one of my most proudest records because we did so good on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a classic. And I love like people will share it you know, once in a while on Facebook, it makes still, me happy. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I remember it's, it's timeless, bro. That album is timeless. I'm telling you people love it still. 
I know. I can't. I can't wait till we do a documentary about it because that was that was interesting. Um, but I was gonna say, like, yep. it was probably maybe your your second show with us, and it was at So Lounge in Glendale with uh, with Squared. Yeah, and um, yep, we you know we're just like oh you know whatever, dude. And then George was there, and so. We're like, George, come up and play some fucking songs with us. And so he only like, you know, knew knew a little, knew a couple. And so so we probably played like a song or two that you hadn't even played before. We're just like, hey, Meatbag, we're oh, going sure to play Acid Song or, or something. And you're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. But. Dude, that, Yvette wrote the dopest beat to that song. Like Acid Song's oh, yeah. got such a cool you know quarter notes for the fucking hi-hats like that shit is so cool i don't know if i even said that right <laughs> but oh yeah she was doing this shit with the hi-hat and it's like and it's very impressive like i had to dumb it down in order for me to play it so like acid song is so fucking cool like yeah. that's a great song dude I yeah love that song. I'd, I'd say like that one and then methadone clinic like those are event songs like she yeah and i played methadone like yeah. once with you guys yep. maybe twice right yeah that was probably one that we're like uh we could probably put this one aside but i i loved but, it only because it it's like a punk rock song that changes to reggae in the middle of it and then goes right, right back to punk rock um and so I'm like, oh, I get to try to fucking do do some different shit. Um, so yeah, that that was definitely cool. And uh, and yeah, like when you by the time Billy Stevens got in the band, we were basically playing all of the new songs and a couple old ones because we had so many songs at yeah. that time. <laughs> and like you know, once in a while, like I'll be I'll be out driving or whatever and i'll just start thinking about billy or i'll start thinking about a story you know because something there's always something that will will remind me of him and then what maybe people know or do not know is we had a uh, squiz playing with this for for almost two years and um and then we had a whole album that we recorded drums for and um and guitar god i wish there was scratch vocals but we never got that far but um 13 back down the drain and ain't it funny we're we're on that and so then when we got you we're like okay here's three songs that we really like that we're that we're keeping um and then god i i wish I remembered those other songs. They were just like a lot, a lot heavier. Maybe some of them didn't even have lyrics yet, but we, we have a whole like album of record of drums and scratch guitar. And so then when we kicked um, squiz out, he's like, don't, don't use my drums or whatever. So we're like, we weren't going to fucking use them anyway, dude. And so, <laughs> so when we, when we got you, we're like, all right, here's three songs that, you know, you got to learn. These are brand new. We haven't recorded them yet. And then let's just go for new shit. And so then Billy wrote, um, 
whatever fucking song. And then you guys wrote Hardy Parter. And so that that became the, the EP. Drunk off Bud Ice in his apartment, dude. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, right before open mic at Devils, and and yeah. we all met up there that night, and we're like, "Hey, we got a new song. We got to play this tonight." Yeah, I saw and the video. I'm like, "You fucking idiots!" And uh, yep. <laughs> and then I'm like, "God damn you guys!" You know, like I was jealous because you guys were hanging out without me, but I'm like, "Fuck right. you guys!" You know. And then like, <laughs> I think we want to record this one, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I'm like, no, no, no. And then that's like. <laughs> one of the most popular ones you know it it really is too like it's it's really taken on a life of its own because yeah who else plays it uh we might be wasted when they play that shit like they get a hell of a response it's a fun song dude yeah it's a fucking really fun song and that's all it was there's was two guys drunk off butt ice and stoned and we fucking just wrote about partying and yeah you know fuck fuck your girlfriend if she has a problem with it that's pretty right. much what that song's about dude it really is it's like it's a, it's you know it's, yeah, it's really we, just about fuck everybody time to party we definitely like need, needed that you know because everything was just so serious and fucking depressing and uh it was yeah and so and and, and then uh because the, the the first line of the song is i've been you know smoking weed all day or whatever, and I'm like, oh, we mm-hmm. can't fucking say that. Like, my mom's gonna fucking hear this and shit. But apparently, like, then, that's what. And then your mom are- walks out in the garage while we're doing a photo shoot, and the big giant fuck off banners on the oh, wall. And yeah. She did not like that. I forgot that. That's what, <laughs> she's like, Jeremy, take that down. Uh, you know, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. I was in a piss off mood too, but um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. So many good, like, you know, yeah, I'll try to interrupt you. But I know there's so many good, like looking back. Cause he'd always be like, let's take a photo. Let's take a photo. And I'm like, no, I don't fucking want to dude. I I'm hot and sweaty and I look like shit, dude. But now it's like, man, good thing we did or else we wouldn't have those. Thank goodness. Those we did men- memories. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He always had, uh, he'd always, wanted to go live or take a photo or record you know something like that like he he really he was really good about that and i do it every time with franks and deeds now when we play shows i'm usually live on my twitch or i'll take video on my phone like now i'm starting to go live on twitch so again and uh so when we're out on the road doing these shows you will see uh you'll see we'll be live i'll be i'll be live on my twitch i'm gonna stream some of it from my phone so no like i i I think that's great and like as much as i you know bitch about fucking technology and facebook and stuff like it's it's so nice to have that to go back to because you know there's there's you know contradiction songs that never got you know recorded that we'd only play like a few times and um uh it's like man you know too bad like someone wasn't wasn't filming or someone didn't you know go live or whatever um because i was trying to think like i gotta you know go back and watch it but i'm i'm wondering if uh the the last show you know that we uh we went live on 
Um, and then we went back to my what house. What was our last show? The, the one at Palo Verde. We, uh, we went live on and then we went right. back to my house and watched it. I was wondering um, if we played um, any, anything new that night. But I think the only thing we were doing at that time was uh, not the way. Yeah. Do you think we played it? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure we played it because nice. we played it at the Marquis show. I, so I'm sure we played it. We wow. we were playing that a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, like, I know we. I think we played it at that stupid Halloween thing. Uh, that I never wanted. That to was about. fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, that one. That one. For some reason, I thought you were talking about the Monozuzias uh, house party. Oh, that man. shit was dope. That was. That was. We did two house. We, we did two house parties that night. We did fucking monozuzias, then we went back to the yeah uh, Estes. We went back to their house where Silva and Wade lived, and then Austin and Amanda from uh, Estes Creative, yeah. I believe. I'm yeah. having a brain yep. fart. Sorry, I'm stoned. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we played as the original con. And I know we played as the original version of Contradiction that night. Or well, us three, right? And and so yeah, we like did two house parties. You know, I hate to to say it because I don't want to like put put anybody down, but that might be like one of the best memories, you know, because we played that backyard show, and I remember like mm-hmm. me and Tanya had to go to Walmart because they didn't even have a fucking bathroom; they had like a fucking hole in the ground. And, oh like, yeah, a, in a, in yeah, a, it was a straight a up hole in the ground. Yeah, in like a board that just said bathroom and, and a spray painted piece of plywood. Yeah. That's yes, that's what it was. It was a hole in the ground and a big giant sheet of plywood on on the side of this fence, and it said bathroom here. And, yeah. <laughs> and so we 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 get so back rock. and we're like, oh fuck, hurry up, come on, we gotta play. And so we we played as four piece, and then. Like, I didn't know, I didn't really know Tyler and the FOL guys that much, only through passing or Austin or Amanda. And so, like, oh, we're going to go over here. You know, they're all jamming and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, I guess, like, but yeah, I certainly, like, didn't want to stay there at the backyard thing, you know? So I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. And then Billy Stevens is like, I don't want to fucking go. So we, we went over there. And um my drums were already there because that's where Squared was rehearsing at the time. Oh, and so we're yep. we ju- we're hanging out in the back in the backyard, and then someone's like, You guys want to play? And Billy like didn't even like finish his cigarette, just threw it down and said, Fuck yeah. And so we went in <laughs> and just played played some songs as like a three-piece, and it was like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah, this is great, dude. And then you know, there's some some drama afterwards, and so I'm like, right, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. And then I remember like Billy calling me like, "Why'd you fucking leave?" And I didn't answer because I was driving, and he like left me this this message that I saved. And then the the week after was was the Palo Verde show, so that was it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we got to grind out some stuff together before the end of. Uh what was the end of contradiction man because we had such a great time with billy and the memorial show that we did for him uh pits and punks 
February of 2017, I believe it was, is when we did it. It was shortly after he passed away. 18. And it was, yeah, yeah, it, 18. And it was fucking a phenomenal show, like the best squared show I ever played because we had so many people singing. And then we did, uh, did a bunch of contradiction songs. And then that led to No Composure, which No Composure has been awesome. You know, we have those two EPs out and, they're really cool dude fucking mindless aggression on youtube has like a thousand views no way how i don't know i swear to god i was playing it on stream the other night and i click on it and it's just no composure topic one of those accounts that you get through uh yeah through distro distro kit Kit or whatever and it's and it's just shy of a thousand views i'm like how everything else is like 10 views or something and then like the singles have a bit more but how did mindless aggression get popular? Who listens to it this song every day? On a, on what a the playlist fuck? or something? Good, good, good. Yeah, something because I haven't checked our, to our analytics in a in a while. Um, yeah, know, superstitious. Well, luckily we got something cool coming up. November thirteenth, we're gonna do the uh, contrafiction gig. It's going to be me, you, and Billy Stevens, the remaining members of Contradiction. We're going to have a special guest frontman, November 13th, Yucca Tap Room. That's going to be a super fucking dope show. I personally think it's going to be one of the best shows of the year at the Yucca. We are going to yeah. oh, go yeah. ham. That's that's when we in the frying pan, baby. pull out all the stops. Yeah, and invite everybody and their mother and their grandmother. Yeah, that's going to be really good. And then, yeah, you put together a fucking hell of a lineup. So we get the homies there. And Yeah, uh, dude, we got we got FOL, Skull Drug, Mad Dog Tannen. I mean, come on. What other yeah. great friends of Contradiction would you want to be in that lineup? You know, I mean, that's that's everything, dude. It's super cool. Super fucking cool, bro. I know. So it'll be it'll be fun so when you uh, get back from tour and stuff to start going over some of that stuff again, refreshing our memories. Yeah, I was hoping to fucking get a get a uh, rehearsal in before we left, but it's well, hard, man. We've been we've all just been so busy. You know, you've been busy grinding out some recording sessions. I've been busy with Franks and Deans. Gio's been busy with Squared and Life, and Billy's been busy with Life and his music endeavors as well. So, uh, yeah, man, we're just fucking, we're just doing. Uh, I think we're doing the best we can, and I think it's only going to take us about a month of rehearsals to get back on the ball with these songs. Because I started playing them last week. I I did a Ooh, live stream nice. on my Twitch and I played a few contradictions oh, songs, nice. and people were fucking loving that shit, dude. People were loving. It. I was just playing guitar to the recordings, and it was oh, really hell yeah, fucking dude. cool, dude. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be cool. It's a to, really good time, dude. Uh, go over some of that stuff and. And you know it'll be nice to like, you know, pull some songs out of the out of the archives, if you will, you know, because we no composure would play a song or two, you know, squared uh, plays American Violence every show. That's no secret. Um, that's like squared song now. Oh yeah, I mean it. It pretty much is like Geo doesn't even need to introduce it anymore. <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, and then and then torn at the seam uh, plays a contradiction song or two. So so I get to I, I still get to play some, which is awesome. But um, it'll be nice to like go back and like, oh yeah, I remember this one and shit. Yeah, man, I I I am really looking forward to it because we each picked out a few songs and uh yeah all of our songs are really cool i i think yeah. all of our choices are really cool yeah i know like it can't it can't come soon enough um so i'm 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 excited seriously i'm 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 me too dude i'm really looking forward to it and i've I've had a really good time talking with you today. I haven't, we've both been so busy that we haven't like got to sit here and just like bullshit, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. Cause there's so much to like, not only reminisce on, but, but talk about like what's going on, you know? Cause, cause there is a lot of like, yeah, great stuff, uh, going on, you know, musically with, with us and our, our projects and stuff. And, uh, Jeremy can confirm it, folks. I have been, I have a room at Cosmic Soup yeah. and I've been to my room maybe three times in the last two, three months. It's been, it's been yeah. nuts. <laughs> it's been crazy. But this is what I asked for. So I cannot bitch about it, nor do I want to bitch about it because I'm happy where I'm at right now, you know, and everybody else is happy in the world too. So that's what matters, especially in times like this where everyone's fighting with each other about flat earth and presidents and vaccinations and all this shit. It's just nice to like have the people that you do have in your life uh, get along because it makes you appreciate everything a bit more because really where I stand with everything is I don't give a fuck about what anybody does with their life. I don't fucking care what you do with your life. If you're nice to me, I'm going to be nice to you. And that's all there is to it, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's my dad it's, my it's, dad always told me my dad always told me treat people and I know it's so cliche but treat people how you want to be treated yourself. And he's told me that forever and so when he passed away, you know, 2 months ago, that was that was the thing that I took with me, you know. I figured if I'm going to take anything from my pops, it's going to be that small piece of advice, you know. Yeah. Treat people how you want to be treated yourself. And I've been I've been doing my damnness to to live by that phrase you know for the last no, it's two a months. good it's really a good trying. motto but yeah it's it's hard not to get wrapped up in shit you know especially it's like you turn on the social media you turn on the tv you turn on this and it's like you're just bombarded yeah. with with shit and, and then you know you even when you go out there's there's bullshit and and uh so yeah sometimes it's hard but you got to stay positive um so one thing I wanted to ask you was uh, tell me you're you're, you're kind of getting back into uh, the the staging with Rhino. Tell me about the Guns and Roses show. So I did. Yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, I worked Guns and Roses. I want to say about a week or two ago. I think it was a week ago. I worked Guns N' Roses and I was I worked on the back line. So basically, as soon as the show was over, I was able to go on the stage and help break down uh, the gear. What I was mainly focused on for that was Axel's motherfucking pianos, bro. Yeah. So I got to work on his pianos and broke them down and put them in the case. Dude, you should have seen how gigantic his fucking piano case is. It's the biggest road case I've ever seen in my life. I bet, so dude. So huge. Like, and he I like don't know split if it they half. did it. 
turn it on its side and fucking on a dolly and then you got to slide it in the case like it's a it's a big motherfucker it took like five or six of us <laughs> yeah, i don't know if they did it at this show but that motherfucker would come down from the ceiling and he'd be playing like wow. november rain and shit yeah um the the, the show is wow. amazing like i uh been lucky enough to see them a couple times since they've uh reunited but uh for some reason, I just fucking dropped the ball like this this last time. Like when they announced it, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, dude. And then of course, like I told my brothers and I tell people, and it's hard to get people to like commit to shit because they're like, well, I don't know how much is it, blah, blah, blah. Cause prices can be or the tickets can be a little I was expensive. rather surprised you didn't go. I know. And then, well, so anyway, I fucking forgot about it. And and then <laughs> no, 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 it's like like seriously, I'm like, oh well, you know, once it gets closer, because I don't have any fucking money, right. dude. And like I bought tickets for sh- for other shows like two years ago or whatever that haven't happened yet. That my money is still floating around. And so I'm like somewhere. Yeah. Same. And so Fuck. I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna fucking happen, you know, with all this right. bullshit going on. And like or if I could even get in if I did have a ticket. So then that day, Dan sends me a message like, you going to the show tonight? And I'm like, what show? And he's like, Guns N' Roses. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Fuck. And, and then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, I could. And he's like, well, I'll. I'll fucking look online. I'll I'll buy us a ticket, you know, because you can get shit tickets for twenty five bucks, you know. So it's like, I sure. can't I can't sit here and be like oh blah blah blah, but but then I had a session that night with Corridor Sixteen, and mm-hmm. he had an influencer fly out from Texas to be on this song and do a music video. And so it's like, yeah, okay. So you were definitely obligated. So I'm like, I could like, Hey, something came up. I can't fucking do it. And then, you know, maybe we would have been able to, you know, reschedule for the next day or something. But I'm like, I should probably just fucking stick to my obligation and make money and, and stuff. Cause yep. I mean, I've, I've fucking seen them before. So it's not like I'm missing anything. Um, and Steven Adler wasn't even playing drums anyways. So, right. <laughs> right. So, um, but what a hell of a show, dude. Like, you know, talking about going back to Frank's and Dean's playing for two and a half, three hours, those fucking assholes, even though they're all old as shit now play for three fucking hours, dude. Fuck. Yeah, they did. And they did really well too. Uh, our, our pal Saul. Yeah. AKA slash. He fucking crushed it, dude. He, I got to witness him live and he is as good as he is. Like oh, all the yeah. hype is for a real reason. Cause he really is good. He's just smooth, bro. That's yeah. the thing. And that's, now that he that's doesn't one way to sum it up. Yeah. He just, he is a smooth motherfucker with the guitar, bro. He is so smooth. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a, such a joy to watch because yeah like he doesn't drink anymore so he's fucking better than ever 
And then Axl Rose changes his clothes like five times. So Slash and the other dude, who's fucking great too, will fucking play Pink Floyd and play all these different fucking songs, dude. Nice, like, little intermissions before, like, Guns N' Roses songs, just so Axl can change his clothes and shit. But the music, dude, like, and never you know what? Fucking stops. They- Dude, and they seem to have gotten like had a really good time because like at the end of the show, they're all smiling at each oh, other. Yeah. Uh fucking they they did the bow at the end of the show and yeah. they're just they're having a good time, dude. Uh Duff McKagan, the bass player, right? Yeah, he was yep. Duff was there. He was fucking rocking, dude. He had a good time. And yeah, you know, I did I did, however, get it was not a uh set list, but it was a uh program for the show. I got you one of those. It was like yeah. the backstage program to show you when the doors open. First band, which is Mammoth, Eddie Van Halen's son. Oh. Uh, it's his band. And then the second band, uh obviously was Guns N' Roses, and then I got you one of the drumsticks. So Hell I do have yeah, that for dude. you. And I and I was at the studio today and I didn't leave it for no, you. It's, all right. it's okay. I'm a, um I'll see you soon. I, I have know. to go back soon and get something. Anyways. Yeah, I saw you for like but yeah, I. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I got that for you because I knew you would like that, and I think Guns and Roses did really fun, or, or did a really uh did a really fun show. So that's what I've been doing with Rhino. I'm I also was working Cardinals game. I also worked uh, WWE SmackDown. That was really fun. Got to see a lot of big wrestling stars. Uh, that I've watched since I was a kid. Uh, and yeah, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to be backstaging again. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, backstage backstaging. Nice. Yeah. Those kind of work together. Um, yeah, it's just really nice to be doing that again. You know, it's really fun. I, I am almost at fuck. I've been with Rhino for a few years now. It'll be three years in, uh, October. So Yeah been it's been a it's a really fun job yeah i mean it's good to see shit happening again because like i said dude i wasn't even sure if it was gonna fucking happen and i think um sure you know there's some like big tours that still are being postponed and, and shit so yeah yeah uh who was it fucking somebody somebody just postponed someone big i can't remember uh max sabbath they they fucking they i don't know if anyone's sick or whatever or if it's just coming to a point but they they just uh put off their tour so they're not coming to town uh were you guys supposed to play there's a couple others too yeah we're gonna play with them in vegas but now we're not well son of a As, as far as i know we're not I haven't been confirmed because yeah. we keep our hopes high and something might come up, but uh, we have not, it has not been uh, confirmed that we're not playing the Vegas show, but I know that they canceled their tour and their date in Arizona. That's crazy. I've never seen them. Yep. I mean, I- yeah, they're, uh, they're interesting. I watched them with Krovac. I watched Krovac when they opened up for them and they're, they're a fun band. They're yeah. really fun band. Is it Black Sabbath songs and they're just dressed as McDonald's people? Or is it is it like I'm pretty sure music? that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's original and they do a lot of Black Sabbath tunes. I could be wrong though. I've yeah. only like I said, I've only seen them once and it was for a brief moment. Hell yeah. 
So yeah, man, but I, I really appreciate you fucking, uh, having me on. I wanted to be on today because last time I was on the cosmic soup podcast, I was drunk and I was weird. No, no, no. <laughs> you it's... said I was fine, but I, I've, I felt like I was weird, but you know, fucking, I'm just, I'm really well, happy it's just to just talk, talk you know, because really, conversation and just... redeem myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good, dude. And, and like, yeah, I mean, anytime, um, you know, our, our schedules can work itself out. Yeah. We, we try to get on a little live chat or, or, or something. And, um, I will let you get to, uh, the wrestling match i know there's a yeah tonight's a big night um so i won't keep you from out, that i know so uh and then i've got i gotta get back to work man i got someone coming at five o'clock my man get yourself a little lunch in and then get back to work yeah, dude exactly. i appreciate you having me on i really do you're one of my you're one of my oldest and uh best friends that i have met in my musical journey and i'm glad that after this many years you and i are still fucking pals man yeah who would have fucking thought dude when we were recording that first dude, we're, we're not even split. jamming together but we're still doing yep we're well, still doing course. shit together dude well, the oh, discordant no. the discord yeah. demo since then 2010 yeah. right it was yeah it was a little after that but but yeah i mean it goes it goes back i think it was I think it was uh I actually I know it was it was um April of 2013. 13. Yeah. And yep, then uh, yep. yep. Right right before I sobered up. I was hung over on acid on that recording. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean and and you weren't like shy about it. You're just like, "Hey guys." Sorry. No, I I was up all night doing heroin. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking sleep while you guys are Probably doing your that vocals. Too. Wake me up yep. and I'll do my screams. Right. I did. I did acid the night before. And then I was a, an active heroin user. So I was definitely on heroin. <laughs> like, oh, right. I'm glad to still be alive. I'm a lucky son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> no, I think uh, you redeemed uh, yourself when it came to the Alex squared. All right. Thank you so much, uh, buddy. <laughs> Thanks everybody for tuning in. I mean, shit, dude. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, George, uh, uncle Nate, Dylan, uh, Guyver said hello. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Bob, uh, Adrian, DJ McCoy, fucking Eric, dude. Good. Thanks. Thanks everybody. Make sure you fucking, uh, tune in every Sunday, like follow, subscribe. Uh, check out Ray's energy drinks. Go to the the uh, rep sports. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yep. use promo that code Cosmic, Cosmic soup. soup for a discount. Or on... bag. <laughs> yep, I know. Uh, we'll talk about that a different day. Um, thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you, Meatbag. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy thank the you, uh, enjoy Thanks the wrestling. Me, All right, thank you. Thanks, man. Peace out.